Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, welcome everybody. Wolf, Starks, and the Ninjas in the locker room where Steelers Nation comes together. Steelers Nation has got a lot to come together this week. It's playoff week. All right, Max, playoffs. You there, Max. Hello, Max. <laughs> He's just looking at me on the screen. And so we've got one of those gremlins that has just jumped in there. And we just had it. We were just all locked up there, Max. Let oh, me see. Okay. Oh, there uh, you are. Uh-oh. Can, can, you can hear me. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Are we there? Now I can't hear you. I was using my Zoom to listen to what you're saying so that I could hear. <laughs> was it? Because I don't hear anything in my headset right now. So You're not hearing anything in your headset. You. All right. Let's see. Wait a minute. Do you hear me back? All right. I, I can hear you through Zoom right now. So, so, so we'll just stick with that for right now. Okay. If do you, you, do you leave the Zoom on? Do you want me to leave that on? Yep, leave that on. Okay. That'll, that, that'll work. That'll right. work. We can still do this. Okay. <laughs> hey, this is highly technified. This is like big stuff, you know, for me. Yes. You know, it just What's pushing up. Well, the buttons. This is what you do in the playoffs, Wolf. <laughs> you just make it happen. You got Everything's to. Everything's zero, zero. We're back at ground zero. <laughs> this is what you do. Whatever it takes, we do it to get it going and to secure victory. It, it, there, there's no style points. There's no cuteness about it. It's just win. And that, that that's whatever it takes. This is the way the victory looks like. All right. Well, let me tell you something. Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. And by the gremlins that are in our computers and in the system here. And creating a little bit of a havoc here. But, you know, the point is, Max, uh, last night I whiffed on the national championship game. You know, oh. here's the problem when you go and you're 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 63 years old. All you want to do is sleep. You know, it's just <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have to watch. Hey, when you start getting extra long blinks, Wolf, that that's when you got to start worrying because that that's what leads to a nod off. <laughs> a nod off, like right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh no! Like, ah, there's something in my. Eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you've hung around me enough to know. 
That's kind of what it looks like. Well, my yeah, friend, no, tell me a little man. bit about the national championship game since we're on it and I read up on it. Oh, man. So, I mean, you know, it, it's it's one of those. It's the rematch, right? It's a rematch from the SEC championship game earlier this year. Uh, Alabama just absolutely just stomped Georgia the first time around. Right. And so, you know, obviously people were still thinking, okay, Bama's just Bama. They're just going to be, you know, this indomitable force. And I tell you what, the first half of that game, you saw emotion. You saw two two teams that know each other but really don't like each other. They were hitting. Oh, they were hitting I like hard. Jor- Jordan Davis, uh, the CNA kid, I mean, it was it was a slobber knocker. You know, it was completely different from the first previous matchup where Bryce Young kind of just carved him up. They were hitting Bryce. They were blitzing Bryce. They were getting after the running back, poor Robinson. And the first half, 9-6. I mean, no touchdowns. Absolutely get field goals. Take whatever points you can get. And then also, you know, kind of same thing going into the third quarter for the most part. You kind of saw just a back and forth, almost like a like 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 a tennis match. Let me ask you, and when then, and then Georgia got in charge. All right, when when did the the big stud wide receivers go down for Alabama? So Jamison Williams went down right before half. I want to say, I think it was right before half. He went down, and then you know for Georgia, I mean they still had JoJo early and and some other guys that that were still good, but. Jamison Williams was that main dude. John Mechie did not play that game at all. John Mechie was was at, was okay. scratched before the game started, and then then you saw just daylight. I mean, the running backs just started running really hard, and Stetson Bennett, cool under pressure. I mean, he's going to have a great story. Uh, that kid, that kid has got a great story. My, it's my a great cousin, hat. The great hat he's named yeah. after. <laughs> That that is, he is named after a great hat. But my little cousin, uh, Jermaine Burton, got a nice little catch, and then uh, he he drew he drew a pi, and then that got him into uh, that got him into range for uh, for to, for the first score of the game uh, for uh, for Georgia. The and Browner they, they family the bloodlines go everywhere. Listen, listen, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> There's gonna be there, you know, hey. Don't worry about it, Wolf. There'll always be somebody that I'm related to playing this game long after both of us are gone. I have no doubt. <laughs> That's funny because I, I sit there and go, "You got all the Browners, you got all the Starks, you got all the cousins from here, there, and everywhere." And it's like great googly moogly. I mean, how many can 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 one bloodline, you know, the lineage from one bloodline go? Yeah, it, it has no bounds. The depths depths of dilution are are vast. Well, that's excellent. Okay. Yeah. So here's something I came up with when I was sitting around yesterday, right? Because I thought this this might be something to kind of grab your attention here. So I'm watching. All of a sudden, I see this viral video come up, right? I just happened across it somewhere. I don't even know where. But it showed a group of golfers that were on Christmas Island down around uh, Australia. Uh, Christmas Island's like this island right off the coast of Australia. So these guys are down there. They're playing golf. Well, lo and behold, they turn around. The guy had laid his bag down, and one of these coconut crabs comes up and latches on to the golf clubs in the in the you know the on, on the ground. And here he's got like 
a couple of them, but he's got one in his pincher. Now, think about this. They're called coconut crabs because their pincher power, can is they can crush coconuts. I mean, seriously, yeah. right? These things are like uh-huh. eight. They can grow up to eight pounds, uh, go three feet long. Think about the butter you'd need to, like, you know, kind of, you know, hollandaise sauce these guys. Guy, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyhow... So they're trying to get the club out of the pincher, so they're, they're holding it. This thing won't let go. It snaps the shaft in half. Now think about that. Wow. Wow is right. The The crabs have the equivalent of a, a lion's bite in their, their crushing force. Can you imagine that? I'm just, th- I'm just thinking about I'm going to need a stronger mallet when I get that crab. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him grab it, man. But but no, no, I'm cooking him. I'm I'm, I'm boiling that bad boy. No, no, I'm just thinking about you know the crack so I can get, so I can get my crab meat out. You know we were just Absolutely. in Baltimore, right? I had some amazing crab while I was there. So I'm just I, I'm I'm still in seafood mode. I'm, I'm like I'm like man. And listen. Also, that's one of those crabs. I don't want to wear sandals around. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you're on the beach. Oh, look at the ocean. Look at the. Oh no, <laughs> you're missing a toe now. You're missing a toe. But think about this though. Just think if you could make a pet crab out of that. You man, could. I wonder if you could like teach it to crush walnuts. You know how much easier that would be. You know if you, you break out a awesome. you break out a bag well, of walnuts and you go, hey, you know how about a little help here? But then you worry that he'll actually crack through it, right? And then you're still having to like dig into the walnut. <laughs> he's it's not like he's gonna give you the half crack and like, oh here here you go, Sir Craig. Your walnuts are cracked, sir. <laughs> uh, but Coconut you never crab know. only knows one way. Snap, snap. <laughs> well, if you get a chance, you gotta see this video because that crab is hanging on to that golf club. And that guy's working it back and forth, trying to like release it, and all of a sudden it just breaks in half. And I'm sitting there going, "Holy cow!" Because yeah, that would be brutal, man. That would be absolutely, absolutely brutal. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Uh, you know, and, and I'm gonna look for that on my uh, uh, during the break. I'm gonna look for that because I want to see that. Because yeah, I love crabs, and now I'm terrified of a crab. <laughs> Well, so I'm weirdly interested. I'm like, do I need to go to Australia and see and see if they actually cook coconut crabs? Because now, now, now I need that crab's power. Well, exactly. I mean, you, you got to kind of wonder and worry about the crab because the fact is, just like you said, if you happen along on the beach and something latched onto a toe, you could be a four toer instead of a five, right? Exactly. Or you're, or you're wading in the water. Absolutely. And you don't want him. You want him floating. Stay off your knees uh, in the shallow water because then that, that could be a problem too. That could be a problem as well. Think about a three feet though. That's a yard. <clears throat> I mean, when you look at that thing, man, that how are you going to get a pot big enough to fit that sucker in? Once again, if there's a will, there's a way, Wolf. <laughs> Just remember, taco lasagna. Taco it can happen. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Taco crab. If, I, if I gotta heat a lasagna? fish tank, if, hey, if I have to heat a fish tank, wolf, <laughs> <laughs> just just make sure it's made out of Pyrex glass. You know, it's the fortified industrial glass. 
Hey, we got we we got to heat up the fish tank if if we need to eat them. We'll do it. Got to go. <laughs> did you do you ever remember? I don't know if you were a Letterman fan some years ago, a couple decades ago, whatever. But he had Larry the Lobster. And they had Larry the Lobster on, and they were taking phone-in votes about whether they should boil them or not or set them free. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember Larry the Lobster. Because that was one of the things where, it, for Shark Week, they then now had, had the shark guy come in. And they had him, you know, as kind of like the phone-in guy where they were doing stuff and they were talking about him. No, Larry the Lobster, no. That, that, that's a funny one. <laughs> I laugh because here's the whole thing about it. If you got enough, what, uh, you got enough uh, cocktail sauce, you got enough lime juice, whatever, or, or lemon juice. Enough drawn butter. That's that's all you need, my friend. That's all you need. All right, we're going to be back with more. You're listening to the, In the Locker Room with Matt, with Starks, Wolf, and the Ninjas, and Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. We'll be back after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Together, and the Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford Max. You know, one of the things I always love is whenever we get the great Bob Labriola on, and we're able to bring him in all we... You're efforting. We are efforting the great Bob Lebrun. Efforting. That's the important thing to remember. Trying very hard. Yes. Efforting in uh, radio speak is is like trying really hard. We're dialing the phone. We're getting after it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We won't take voicemail as an answer. (laughs) (laughs) As we continue to pound the pavement and talk about Christmas Island crabs and and lemon juice and butter. I, I just can't believe a crab fish could be that ta- big. Fish tank boilers. Fish tank oh. boilers. <laughs> man, oh, man. You got to go to the aquarium and borrow a tank. Huh? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, you just walk in just, hey, guys, um, <laughs> just for reference, what glass is strong enough to start a boil? You know, <laughs> I don't have a pot. Yes, I know all, all aquatic life is important, but this one, he's very important to me to be in my stomach. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. So I need some help here. Don't worry, there's millions of them. Don't worry. We can go find another one. I just need I just need some advice. Just need some advice. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Have you ever had a real like, yeah. like a whole lobster? And you got to work it, you know. You got to crush the, the. Oh yeah, you know what? I, I got to tell you that that became a little distasteful after a while because you're like cracking this, cracking that, and you know, I kind of like it when it's all done for you and they bring it out to you, yeah, and then you yeah, just I like slobber on the butter. Yeah, yeah, I like stuffed, stuffed lobster. Oh, because they throw some scallops and some shrimp in there, oh, yeah. some crab meat, especially in Baltimore, right? Oh I was yeah, like, I, you know, I saw the stuffed lobster. I was like, man, but I went, I went for, I went for the steak, Nina. Okay. 
All right. Well, yeah. we're, we're still efforting the great Bob Labriola, but yeah. at this time, uh, we're, we're not getting him. So we're going to continue rolling on. Max, I got to ask you something. <coughs> what do you think about Kevin Colbert and the fact that, uh, you know, it was announced that he's going to retire after the 2022 draft, which I think is, is at least great that we got him for the 2022 draft. But this is a gentleman here who, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, he came aboard around what, the turn of the century? I mean, he's been the he's a guy that helped guide the Steelers to three Super Bowl appearances, two wins. You can't say enough good things about Kevin Colbert. He's a bona fide Hall of Famer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know what what um, Kev has done, and you know, I, I, it was it was great because I actually was sitting on the sidelines on Sunday pregame, right? And uh, I, I was talking with Kev and. Um, and, you know, it just, it just, just you know, just thinking about all the years. I mean, you know, Kevin drafted me back in 2004, of course, along with Ben. Right. And, you know, just the years. Forget we've that had some- guy. I mean, we're talking yeah. about you, buddy, right? Forget, well, well, forget no, Ben. But, yeah, forget Ben. Hey, because he's still playing. He's not done yet. He's not done yet. That's okay. right, baby. That's that, right. Because we're in the playoffs, baby. Playoffs. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly, because we won a game. That's right. That's <laughs> what you got to do. <laughs> exactly, but you know, it was it was just great because you know, and and something that I realized that I was appreciative of uh, is just the wealth of knowledge, right? Because he's right. seen it all, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just being able to talk to Kevin and and his mind, and I mean, you're talking about you know, you know, twenty plus years here with the Steelers. And just what he has seen, what he has done, and been a part of to craft not only Super Bowl rosters, but also to pick Hall of Fame talent, um, you know, and, and just his discerning eye along with that scouting department and what he created, um, you know, was uh, was just tremendous. Because you 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 think of um, you think you think of uh oh, just you know Dick Haley. As well, along in, oh, right. in, you know, when you think of the GMs, oh, yeah. I mean, to have those, and then you think about that, the foresight to work with Hall of Fame coaches, because let's face it, the Steelers, three back-to-back Hall of Fame coaches, back-to-back-to-back, that's what that, it's going to be. That is, that that's what's going to be a three-peat, yeah, a three-peat, a three-peat of, <laughs> three of Hall of Fame coaches, um, <laughs> because you think about this. <clears throat> For 15 years, Mike Tomlin has not had a losing season at all, at all. And that's something that's just truly tremendous. So, I mean, I, I love Kevin Colbert. He's such a great guy, and uh, he's going to be missed. He's going to be missed. I'm sure he'll still be around as a consultant, right? You know, right. <laughs> you never really retire. You just kind of, you just kind of shift roles. Uh, but I'll be interested to see who the next guy is because the Steelers traditionally is always from within. Um, so I wonder who that next guy will be that will fill his shoes, but it's definitely going to be one of his understudies. You know, it's interesting because we can bring in the great Bob Labriola to, to now uh, give us a little of his perspective on the goings-on. Uh, Labs, let me ask you something. Kevin Colbert announced that he's going to be uh, retiring. He's been working on one-year contracts and such, but give us a little perspective. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, Kevin, Col- Kevin Colbert did not announce that. Oh, he didn't. I was no. under the impression that he that it was announced. Yeah, no. That's some guy on Twitter um, from NFL Media 
uh, cited sources. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, boo. Boo. Yeah, I choose not to comment on, you know, someone who I don't know whether the report is correct or not. Okay. So Kevin Colbert has announced nothing. Okay, well then I totally misfired, and I apologize uh, we again, were the last five minutes. We retract the last five minutes of this show. Just go ahead and redact it. Jacob, ninjas, strike it from the record. Um, the jury will not listen to what we just said. Exactly. Well, Get that. Yeah, unring, Where's the men in black? The bell, Max. Exactly. The bell. Where's the men in black when you need them? I need somebody with a little, the little flashy the little light thing. The eyes. Like, just or, look here. All your, answers, or, all your questions will be answered right here when you look at this light. <laughs> Or um, do like Superman and uh, go out and fly around the earth counterclockwise. And oh, that's back and oh, that's brilliant. There thinking. we go. There we go. There's a there man we go. who studies comic books. Is there, is, is there five minutes worth of uh, of a uh, flight? I mean, I don't Rotation. know how you could do five minutes <laughs> I, rotating the sun back. Superman about two can do anything. Ago. All yes, right, he so can. labs. Let me just ask you this plain question. Reflect what we've seen. On the on the career of Kevin Colbert thus far, um, you know, I mean, to me, it's uh, he deserves every bit, if not more, um, accolades for the whole uh, streak of non-losing seasons. Um, because you know, Mike Tomlin was hired in 20, oh, 2007, and so he has gone the first fifteen years of his coaching career. With a non-losing, with no losing seasons, Kevin Colbert hasn't had one since 2003. Wow! Um, two Super Bowl championships, three appearances. Um, that's a lot of winning. Um, so, uh, you know, and let me just say this about the job of being in charge of player personnel for an NFL team. Um, you know, the longer you do it. It's like when you go to the when you go to the casino, and you know you can have a hot streak at the crap table, man. But the casinos they want you to stay, right. keep rolling the dice, <laughs> because you keep rolling the dice, um, they're going to get their money back, and that's the way the NFL has built their business model. You know, everything is set up to make everybody eight and eight, or you know, five hundred used to be eight and eight, but now seventeen games you can't be eight and eight. <laughs> Um, the draft, the worst teams get to pick first, uh, the waiver wire, uh, the worst teams get to, you know, go over that and make, put in their claims and their claims are, uh, honored first, the schedule, all the first place teams play against each other the following year, all the last place teams play against each other the following year. So, you know, when you have this kind of thing set up, um, you know, to go from 2003 through the 2021 season with no losing seasons and you won two trophies played for a third. Um, I don't, I can't, I got, I got no complaints. I mean, I know people want to point to, you know, Jarvis Jones or, you know, certain picks or, you know, uh, one of the recent, um, you know, uh, criticisms is they should have picked Creed Humphrey, in the second round instead of Pat Fryer moves. Well, you know, um, 
Pat, you know, Pat Fryermuth is going to be a really good player, mm-hmm. you know, for a long time. He's going to be the closest thing to Heath Miller besides Heath Miller. And, um, and that's okay with me. I, I get it that they, they didn't pick, you know, a center who probably would have started and maybe would have had a better season uh, than Kendrick Green. But I'm, and I'm not re- ready to give up on him, though, either. No, but, no then you don't have that tight end. And, you know, there aren't, those, are, those guys are hard to find, those, you know, two-way tight ends anymore, because college colleges, that's not the way they play offense necessarily with power running where you have, you have a tight end on the end of the line of scrimmage. You're asking them to, you know, uh, set the edge, block defensive linemen occasionally, occasionally, those kinds of things. So um, I, I, I like the fire move pick. Um, and as I said, when you're doing it as long as um, Kevin Colbert has, you're going to make mistakes. You know, Artie Burns, Jarvis Jones. Um, but, you know, just look, and I, let me just say this about Jarvis Jones. Just, I watch a lot of college football, but I, I don't, like, watch video and grade the players. I mean, I'm not, I'm not one of those people who think I'm a scout. But... If you're a guy like Jarvis Jones was, who led the SEC in sacks two years in a row, what do you think, Max? Yeah, no, that's you, not you, pretty you, good. You take news? that chance. You take that chance. Right. I mean, it was it a, was it was a valid chance. I mean, yeah, but you miss. So right, uh, you know, and I, I think with Creed Humphrey as well. Here's the thing, Bob. He's left-handed. He's a left-handed center. Like that's the other thing that you wonder. Under center, will that affect your quarterback? That was the knock against him because I remember scouting him. And that was the one that knock. I was like, if you're an under center quarterback or you're doing a lot of shotgun, if you're not comfortable with that ball coming with the reverse spiral or the ball coming to you differently, then how are you going to react to a Creed Humphrey? Do you do you take that chance with your QB, especially when you can't bring him out there and work him out with the with the center to see if that works? Um, so that's a that's a big question mark looking at a Creed Humphrey because he wasn't switching hands. He's still left-handed at the end of the day. I remember Coach Spurrier, we were doing open center, backup center tryouts, and I remember I got down in my stance and I grabbed the ball with my left hand. So Coach Spurrier looked at me and said, hey, Maxie, uh, you going to snap it with the other hand? I said, Coach, I'm left-handed. He said, all right, well, get on out of here. <laughs> we, we got our answer. So, I mean, so I, I get why that was a knock, and why you would be hesitant to do that with an 18-year quarterback and bring in a rookie that's left-handed. So, you know, I mean, that, the Jarvis Jones, you nobody knew until you get him in there. Hello, Bud Dupree, another one. You're like, okay, you know, contract year, yeah, you, you, you spark, but what are you going to do every other year in that process? So, I mean, it, it is truly a crapshoot because you, no, nobody's 100%. You just hope you're, you're right more than you're wrong in the draft process. And it's, it's tough now that I'm on this side of it trying to figure out who's the right fit and who isn't. So, okay, thank you for that. And um, so that that just kind of supports my contention that um, I think that, you know, Kevin Colbert has done a, a really, really good job. And the other thing is, um, you know, not everybody can do that job for the Pittsburgh Steelers because, you know, people who believe that Kevin Colbert walks into – um, Mike Tomlin's office or Art Rooney II's office and said, says, 
hey, um, I signed Eric Ebron as a free agent, and I gave him this much money. Just wanted to fill you in on that. And walks out, that's delusional. <laughs> that's not the way it works. And so um, Kevin Colbert or anyone uh, who has that job for the Pittsburgh Steelers has to put aside a lot of ego, has to be a, a consensus builder, has to understand that he could walk into one of those offices and who's ever in them might pick up their head and say, no, I don't want to do that, and that kills it. So um, you, know, you have to work under the, um, the rules as they're played, uh, as the game is played for that particular franchise. And you can complain about how the Steelers do business or think they do it right and everybody else does it wrong, whatever it is, it is. But that's the reality is the GM doesn't, you know, he's not going to walk in the seconds office either and say, hey, um, I fired the coach yeah. last night. Um, or I'm hiring the guy to be, you know, whatever. I mean, that, that kind of stuff, that's, that's not the way it works there. So um, I think it, he, he gets extra credit for, um, you know, adapting to the, the situation and um, li- learning to live with it and thriving within it. And, um, you know, I, I personally uh, thought Kevin and I had a deal that um, I told him he's not allowed to retire until I retire or die. <laughs> All right, I like that. So, um, you know, we'll see what ends up happening. But, um, yeah, I'm a big Kevin Colbert fan. Me too, and uh, I'm thanking. I thank you right off the top for setting the record straight, so we don't misinterpret or uh, mislead anyone. Absolutely. So let me then let's move on to the playoffs, labs, because I was watching some film this morning, and I'm look watching. I'm, I started to think, what if? What if uh, Cam Hayward doesn't jump off sides on Akella Witherspoon's interception in the end zone on the first driver? first couple drives somewhere in there what if uh ray ray uh, Mc, uh, mcleod breaks up that pass instead of gets uh, the guy high points over him for an interception you know there was what three three takeaways in the first half or something like that or two the steelers were down and you know you just kind of start playing what if what if that you know the things could have been different and things can be different you have an opportunity to come back and kind of set the record straight here with uh you know with another uh, shot at uh, the Chiefs in Arrowhead. And it's kind of like the Colts back in 05. You know what? You think about that. You went there one time in the RCA Dome, and you, you come back and, and later on, and you get another shot at them. This, this could be totally different. Yeah, um, I, I'm not um, – you know, let me, let me say this about 05. You look at the 05 Steelers, um, they weren't last in the NFL in rushing defense. True. I mean, there are some – you know, like Mike Tomlin said after the game in Baltimore, something about, you know, all the warts we have or something right. to that effect. Um, you know, that, that's, an, that's as, as Bill Cowell always used to say, that's an accurate statement. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is not that team. Um, it, it doesn't have um, a lot of the um, things going for it that the 2005 team does, not did. And I'm not saying that, you know, this team can't, you know, play well and, and pull off an upset. Uh, but what I'm saying is is that if Steelers fans um, you know, would want to listen to me, I would say uh, enjoy this. 
you, you, it, the game can be, um, you know, enjoy the fact that during what probably was as close to a complete rebuild as the Pittsburgh Steelers are ever going to undertake, the team finished 9-7-1 and one and made the playoffs. <coughs> and, you know, again, that, that's a hell of an accomplishment, if you ask me. Yes. So rather than um, complain, and I'm not talking about you guys, but fans, rather than complain about what this team is not, I would kind of enjoy what it is and what it has done. And, again, you're not going to Kansas City to wave, wave a white, white flag or anything. Um, but – uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'll speak for myself. I'm not going to bed Sunday night honked off if they don't win, or you know, complaining and and um, ripping people or coaches, players or coaches, you know, if if they don't win. I I, I don't think that that's fair. Um, I, I think that the uh, again, as I said, uh, with the offensive line. Uh, the quarterback situation, all the um, machinations that the Steelers had to go through in the offseason to get Ben Roethlisberger back at a salary that was workable under the cap. Um, you know, all of the, the young players, uh, the right. injuries, um, the defensive line. You know, you're playing virtually 15 games. Fifteen out of seventeen games with two, without two, without sixty-seven percent of your starting defensive line. Right. Um, so there's a lot of things I think that um, you know circumstances, and you know I get it. Next man up, and you know the standard is the standard, and all those things would make cool T-shirts. Um, but again, that's not real either. That's not the real world. And so um, I've kind of for myself. Uh, I am going to I've talked to myself. I've had this talk with myself for going on a day and a half now. I'm not I'm not going to get honked off if things don't go the way I want them to go Saturday night. And I'm going to try and focus on, um, you know, a lot of the good things that this team accomplished. And I understand there are no moral victories and this is the NFL and all that kind of stuff. But I do think that there is room um, for a season to be able to be appreciated slash labeled some level of successful without without a, a parade downtown uh, after the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, thank you for your perspective. And thank A-Labs, thank yes. you again for setting the record straight. Kevin, did, Kevin Colbert did not announce that he was retiring after the 2022 season. So we just want to make sure we're up front with that and it's all good. All right. Thank you, okay. Labs. So much appreciate right. no you coming in, brother. Hey, no problem. And uh, you guys enjoy yourselves in Kansas City. And I've already called Jack Stack and told them <laughs> that uh, you'll be in town again. So they're importing a couple of, couple of extra cows. Um, <laughs> so there's not a shortage. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Labs. Appreciate you, brother. All right, All right. we're going to go to break. Yeah, Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. We'll be back after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. 
important. You're in the right place because you're, you are in the locker room. And the locker room is where Steelers Nation comes together. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas taking you as we head towards Kansas City. And, of course, what lies in Kansas City is one of the big games. Big, big games. I'm telling you what, Max. You look at this opportunity, and I, and I, I say it before. I, I like to play the what-ifs because if you don't turn the ball over, you got a chance absolutely going into Arrowhead. If you don't give the ball to Mahomes, if you don't give him a short field, um, you're, that's your best opportunity to take that crown away from the, the, the quote-unquote king there. Uh, that That's what's got to happen. Got to play flawless football. So you're saying that you shouldn't throw a flea flick? <laughs> I'm saying that's what, I think that's, that's what you're telling me. I, I'm just telling, telling you me. that's that's okay. my thought process. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and here's the thing. It's always tougher the second time around to beat a team twice. Now, granted, we only have one example of that where we lost that 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 rubber match. Right. We right. lost that revenge match, which was Cincinnati. And Cincinnati is another team that's in this playoffs. Yes. But. We, we did manage to successfully sweep two teams in the AFC North. Um, I think that's something that you have to look to and say, when, when this team is motivated, when the Steelers are motivated and everybody's locked in, great things can happen. Great things can happen. And I think this team is motivated, right? For as much as they've been battered and bruised and kicked and thrown out, how many times have they been thrown away for less, less yesterday's garbage this season? Right. After games. And they still smile in the face of adversity. They still answer the call. They still get up and still play the game because that's, what, that's what's important. If we, were, if we were to write them off after week five and they just said, you know what, we're going to believe what everybody says about us, we wouldn't be in this position. And – you know, I thought it was, I thought it was great after the game. You know, the first time I actually sat in post uh, post game press conferences, I okay. sat in there uh, on Sunday, and I heard Mike T talk it, and and Mike T said that you know you you can't you can't put words on what's in that locker room. There's no words to describe what you go through, and you and I have been in those locker right. rooms, so we kind of know. Now the general public won't understand that, but it's just something about. When you get 53 guys on the same page and everybody's working towards one goal, one mission, it is amazing what you can get guys to, to, to buy into and to believe and to fight for and to sacrifice for. And so that's what makes it so special. So I, I, I can't necessarily subscribe to what Laz was talking about last, last thing. Like, hey, I'm not going to get honked off and everything. No, I you're a professional. You get paid to do this. You're in the top 1% of athletes that play the game of football. Right. No, I have a right to have a certain expectation level because we've been there when it's been less than ideal odds. You know, we've been the bottom seat that has to travel before. Done, been there, done that, right? And so there is a precedent there that you can, you can rise up out of adversity and create something that is better than expected. What nobody expected. Heck, heck, I remember our year we went to um, when we when we beat the Cardinals, forty three back in 09. Mm-hmm. Our offensive line was the worst offensive line in the playoffs. Right. 
We were 12 out of 12. You remember that, Wolf? Yeah, I do. They did. They, 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 they released the rankings every week. Oh, power rankings of the offensive line. I said, by process of elimination, we became the best. <laughs> yeah. There's you no question. We, at the end of the day, we were the number one offensive line. That, that, that's how we did it because that's what it is. That's it. I said this a couple weeks ago. Keep saying it. I got $50, Wolf. Let me into the game. <laughs> I got a ticket, Wolf. We got a ticket. For $50, we got the ticket. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Does that ticket have the number 777 on it? Like we had one of our callers come in and say, you've got the Steelers in search of their seventh Lombardi trophy in the seventh seed led by number seven. I don't know, but it just sounds really interesting. <laughs> you know, you know, I got it in my wallet. I'm going to check it next break. But I feel like I feel like it's either that or I went to a casino slot and saw the same thing. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, when you look at that, I mean, it's just it, it, it lines up, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and put people on the false hope train. But at the same time, I don't discount anything. No, I Any don't. team could catch fire. 05 because, is a lesson to you forever in all Steelers yeah. Nation. And I'll, ne- and I'll never doubt it. I'll never doubt the power of the human spirit and a team on a mission. Because you, you don't know what you can accomplish. Because let's face it, you still got great players. It's not like we don't have good players. And it, it's like the bad news bears coming in here, right? You're, right. Trying, you're trying to talk them into it. Uh, no. Uh, we have the defensive player of the year on one side of the ball and a team that likes to pass. I put my odds on the fact of him back waxing him a couple times. We have the unstoppable yep. force uh, defensively by the name of Cam Hayward. We have Minka Fitzpatrick and Akello Weather. I'm throwing Akello Witherspoon in How there. About that? He's You're an from- interception <clears throat> machine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's one of those guys where the magic has come upon him. And the spotlight is shining. You got to make the most of what you got while you got it. Absolutely. And Cam Sutton. Let's not think about Cam right. Sutton. Cam Sutton has also grab. come up with some great big plays this season on a team that likes to pass the ball. Now here's where I say, hey, Montrevious Adam, Isaiah Loudermilk, Chris Wormley. Let's shore up that run defense. Absolutely. I like the fact that Bobby Spillane, Bobby Spillane, yep. has shown. That he can he can create thutteration. Thutteration is a technical term, highly technical it term, is, by the way. Highly technical. I do. You don't throw that word around loosely. No, it, nope. it's, it's a it's a higher vocab word in the vernacular of America of American vocals. It's okay? got impact so, to it. <laughs> yeah, it does. It has a lot of impact. It's a very impactful word. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think that you're starting to figure things out, and and that's what I love because once again. It's not about what you hope your personnel to be. It's about meeting your personnel where they are. And that's one of the things that we've seen with the defense and with Keith Butler and, of course, the, uh, the, the many facets that went into that, that game plan for the game this past Sunday. Uh, and, yes, you're going to get some gashes, but they held what they needed to hold. They turned over when they needed to. They stopped when they needed to right and they allowed the offense to get into their groove because i still reference you're like hey this offense it can't score a lot of points yeah it can't but i'll tell you this though we've seen them score points at a large clip when they've been when they've had their backs against the wall and they've come back in games you know to make it close you know you look at 
the Chargers game, we thought it was just completely blown. Doors were blown off. We right. look at the Minnesota game, completely blown off. And they found a way. And right. guys stepped up, made combat catches, and created a sense of uh, of unity. So I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to subscribe to it. I think there still is a very good chance. But like you said, they got to play great football, and they, can't, they have to play almost mistake-free. You know what? I couldn't say it better, Max. Good job, brother. Well, the Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. We're going to go take a break. We'll be back with more Wolf Starks and the Ninjas coming back at you. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 